What up, everybody? It's Cuff of the Vision Lab Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. If you're looking for the best insurance and customer service, make sure you pick up the phone and dial 972-645-1844. Whether it's home, life, or business insurance, Robert and his staff are the best at protecting you and your family. Once again, that's Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. Agency. The phone number, 972-645-1844. And the website is farmersagent.com forward slash R Garcia. And don't forget to mention the Vision Lab podcast. Welcome back to another great episode of the Vision Lab podcast in partnership with Nexum Creative. I'm your host, Ryan Cuffey, alongside my co-host, Mr. Ryan Mosley. Vision Lab is a platform focused on growth and exploring the developmental path of people's visions and dreams and how those dreams come into reality. Today, we've got an absolute gem in the building. Um, super excited. We've got a Zoom interview going on right now. Yo, Mo, who do we have on the show? Cuff, today's guest is a native of Chicago, Illinois. He uh, recently retired from the Navy after 22 years of service. He is the creator of the cigar pairing experience, Barrels and Leaf. Please welcome the one and only Leo Brown to the Vision Lab podcast. What up, what up, what up? What up, Leo. what up? What's happening? Good to have you on, finally, brother. We made this thing happen. Hey, man. You know what? It's a. It, it's just that time, man. It's just that time. I'm. I'm just glad that it came around today. Uh, I'm. I'm thankful to have you guys on, man. Thank you for the phone call. Thank you for having me on, man. This is really, really, really uh, special for me. It really is, man. Well, I'll tell you what, Absolutely. man. I think that. I think we're we're definitely honored to to have you. Um, I, I'll tell you this, Leo. Um, you know, since we've been rocking and rolling in the cigar community and the podcast is, you know, picking up steam and everything, I just want to give you a quick shout out, bro. You are one of the most down to earth, cool mofos that we have met um, in, in, in this entire journey, man. And I just, I appreciate cats like you, man, that you can just, you're willing to hop on a call, willing to jump into an interview and, and just chop it up, man. So big ups to Mo and, and yourself for getting this going, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Hey, man, y'all know y'all ain't got to do nothing but make, give a phone call to me, man. We'll set it up, whatever we got to do. I ain't scared. I'm always here to, to give you what you need, man. I mean, however I can help out, I'm always here for you. And uh, you brothers are doing your thing, man. And I'm very happy and I'm very proud of you, man. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to collab and do something like this. So, and I appreciate the shout out, man, for being, you know, one of the realest brothers that you know. You know, I always try to keep it real. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, all, all day, every day. All day, every day. <laughs> So let's just get right to it, Leo. As I said in the intro, you recently finished 22 years of service in the Navy. And as you told us uh, before we actually hit the record button, you got out just in time. Can you explain why? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so uh, I initially came in in uh, February of 1998. And, you know, they, they take you year to year to year, you know, they have this uh, end of the uh, end of tour date and stuff like that. And you always have to basically match up the day that you came in. And that's the day roundabout that you're going to get out same month. So for me, lo and behold, you know, I went the whole 20 years, 22 to be exact, just like you said, Mo. Um, so it came around February, you know, and it was about that time. I'm rubbing my hands together. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm ready to bounce. And all of a sudden I hear this thing, this, this coronavirus thing and this COVID thing. And I'm like, what the hell is this? What is this, what is this COVID thing? What is this coronavirus? So I was like, oh, well, you know, it ain't that serious. I ain't gonna worry about it. It's just like the flu, we gonna roll up out of here. I'm bouncing out anyway. Well, lo and behold, February 22nd rolled around. 
<laughs> and I actually came in February, uh, February 16th of 98. I'm like, yo, uh, what's going on? So March 1st, my official retirement date. And as everybody knows, COVID broke everything down two weeks into the month of March. So yeah, man, I'm blessed to be uh, retired. I retired just in time. I'm excited. I'm happy. Uh, what, I've been six months, seven months into this retirement thing, and I'm still young, and I'm ready to kick it. Oh, my man. See, this, see, visionaries, this is why we have Leo on here. Obviously, those of you in the cigar community, if, you, if you're not familiar with Leo, get familiar with him. Get familiar with Barrels and Leafs. Um, we promise you will not be disappointed. So my first, I guess, real question of the interview is, Leo, uh, for those who are, you know, seeing you, seeing that, that banner behind you for the first time, exactly what is Barrels and Leafs? Well, uh, what I will say is this, Barrels and Leafs, I, when I tell people the name of the company, they're like, well, I get it, but what's up with it? You know, just like you asked, Mo. So one of the things I'll point out uh, for all the people that are on the Zoom call, uh, you'll be able to see, but the people that are actually listening on podcasts, I'm going to explain it to you at the same time. So there's three barrels. There's three barrels. And the barrels represent everything that we pair with our cigars, beers, spirits, and wines. Sometimes even non-alcoholic comes in barrels too. So we're talking about teas. We're talking about coffees as well, which I pair uh, cigars to that as well. The leaves pretty much explain themselves. Tobacco. That's what I'm here for. I am in this for the love of the cigar game and the tobacco game. So that in itself, barrels and leaves, plain as day, you can't miss it. And when you add that cigar uh, pairing experience with it, come on, man, I'm gonna make your day happy. So Leo, when did, when did Barrels and Leaves take off? Like when did you uh, found it? When, did, when was it birthed into the world? It was technically birthed into the world 2017. <laughs> it just so happened it was February 2017. Huh. Seems to be your month. <laughs> uh, that's my month, man. But uh, I actually started it back in about October 2016. That's when it really was formed. Uh, and basically, that was formed by, by accident. So there was a group of guys that we used to smoke all the time every Friday over somebody's house. And uh, we called ourselves the SoCal Cigar Addicts, which, by the way, that is a Facebook page. If anybody out there wants to join the SoCal Cigar Addicts, go ahead and check that out, as well as the Barrels and Lease face page, uh, Facebook page uh, as well. So we called ourselves a cigar, uh, a SoCal cigar addict. And, you know, it, like I said, it was just a bunch of guys getting together. The fortunate part is that all Navy guys, you know, those guys were retired at the time and I wasn't. So what ended up happening is, uh, you know, we would go over each other's house and we'd have drinks and we smoke cigars. But one day I was sitting at home, I was like, you know, I, I got this, this feeling about this cigar and this, this drink and it just didn't go well. So you know, sitting around, playing around, like, you know what, I don't like this pairing, you know, I'm gonna try something else. This is before I knew that pairing was an actual thing. So I would sit around and just read different notes about cigars and read different notes about beers, spirits, and wines. And uh, I said, you know what, I'm gonna try this. So then that turned into another pairing. It turned into another pairing and so forth. But I wouldn't tell the guys what I was actually doing while I was at home. So it was one Friday, we all got together. And I said, hey, man, you ever had this cigar with this drink? And they were like, no. So it just so happened that somebody had it. And uh, the next week turned into, hey, Leo, what do you think we should pair this week? Hey, Leo, what do you think we should pair this week? And it just took off from there. And I was like, you know what? This is a thing. So let's make it happen. And there was form, Barrels and Leafs, man. So during that time that, you know, you're, you're on, at this point, you're on the back end of your career in the Navy, right? 
uh, where where were you stationed at that allowed you to, to to you and your 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 fellow comrades to be able to go to somebody's house, you know, every Friday and and, and go smoke and have a good time? That all started uh, back in again 2016, right here in the sunny, sunny, the most fantastic city and state, San Diego, California, man. Uh, oh, okay, so San Diego, oh, so, so, sunny, sunny, sunny. It's a long way from Chicago, huh? You got that right, brother, and I'm not looking back. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing so, in Chicago but cold weather and hot weather. Uh, I'm telling you. So with, with that said, Leo, uh, you know, obviously you've got a, you, you've got a pretty experienced palate. Uh, to get to the point to where you can start pairing things together, you've got a history with cigars. When did you actually start smoking cigars? Uh, when did I start smoking cigars, like premium, or when did I start smoking cigars? However you want to answer. We don't judge. <laughs> so, so, you know, I mean, I got started just like most folks, you know, back in the hood. You know, you pick up that, that switch and sweet of that black and mild. So the story goes like this. So I was in the Navy. Uh, we were, uh, I, was a part, I was very young in the Navy, like within my first two years. And we had this job where when you first start, you go off and you do the kitchen duties, right? Everybody knows about the kitchen duties, cut potatoes and all that crap, right? So for me, I never smoked. Right. I never smoked any. Well, I smoked weed before I came to the Navy, but not heavily. I just one of those experimental type dudes. So once I got in, it seemed like everybody else was taking breaks, long breaks after every meal. I'm stuck there doing all the damn dishes. And it's like, wait a minute. Uh, where is so-and-so at? Where's so-and-so at? Oh, they on a smoke break. Oh, but I need you to do this. I need you to do this. Brother got real smart real quick. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna go get me some black and miles. Next day, next thing you find me on the fantail smoking cigars, black and mild, by the way. And they were like, Brown, uh, what are you doing out here? I said, I'm taking a smoke break. They said, you don't smoke. I said, I do today. <laughs> <laughs> so the start of it was because of the Navy. Uh, so when I got out, uh, I, I've been married twice. So my previous marriage, and I'm married now, uh, my previous marriage, my, my ex-wife came home from a deployment one day and she said, God, you look stressed. She said, you ever thought about smoking cigars? I said, no. I said, but you know what? I might want to try it. So I go out, smoke a cigar, got a got in a nice lounge in a, a city of Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, that is. And, uh, you know, I've just been doing it ever since then, man. So I've been probably smoking. Uh, if you take premium cigars by itself, I've probably been smoking for about 18 years. Have you ever made your way down to uh, to Dallas? No, but I made my way down to Houston, dog. I missed y'all. Uh, I went out to Houston about th two and a half years ago. Um, uh, I didn't know anybody in Dallas at the time. Unfortunately, I know y'all now. But uh, I promise you the next trip is going to be a Houston, Dallas, Dallas, Houston kind of trip. I promise you. Absolutely. When you get here, uh, we're going to take you to a place called Blowing Smoke. Uh, uh, Edwina Brown and the family run the show over there. The address is 215 West Kent Wisdom Road. We will make sure that we kick back and have a good time. Edwina always takes care of us, and we do our best to take care of her. We got people on the show. Edwina's good people, man. I've talked to her a couple different times. She's been on the Zooms that, that I put on as well. Edwina's good people, man. I like her. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's been a godsend for us. So, you, uh, you know, just like Cuff, you started off with, with Black and Miles and Swisher Sweets. Uh, when did you cross over into premium cigars as you call I crossed over uh like officially probably about 2007 2008 uh officially 
Um, a little bit after my daughter. What was your first born. premium cigar? Rocky Patel, nineteen ninety. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was a great cigar. That's all I knew was Rocky Patel, dude. I bought boxes of Rocky Patel at a time. I didn't know what I was doing. I wouldn't buy nothing else, just Rocky Patel. And it was like, yo, because the guy that I was going to, the tobacconist at the lounge, you're like, Leo, uh, you know you need to try different cigars, right? I was like, yeah, but why? I mean, I like this Rocky Patel right here. I'm good right here. I don't need to try nothing else. So every time I come in, he'd be like, Leo, try this cigar. Leo, try this cigar. And I was like, oh, God. So I found another one that I liked, which was the CAO MX2. And the next thing you know, I'm buying boxes of CAO MX2. Not knowing what I was doing, I was still fresh and young, dude. I was green behind the ears when it came to smoke cigars at this time. So lo and behold, the MX2 is not a cigar for the faint of hearts. It's a very full body cigar. Uh, if you smoke that one, you better be on a full stomach and don't hesitate if you feel like that you're sick to put it out. <laughs> I mean, you speaking Cuff's language of the CAOs. That's 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 one of Cuff's go-tos. <laughs> hey, listen, my everyday big big ups to CAO. Uh, I, my everyday smoke. If I want to be outside, just you know, not do anything. Maybe we're uh, we're walking or something like that. Like I can I can always go for a CAO Brazilian. Always. You, know? you got to try the uh, the CAO session, uh, Cuff. Uh, oh. Rick Rodriguez. That that that's my man right there with CAO. Uh, he made that session. I don't know if you've had it or not, but great cigar, man. Yeah, my 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 partner, um, Salas, big ups to Salas, uh, big supporter of the show. He was all over the sessions for a minute. So yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check that out for sure. And, and by uh, the way, I have to tell y'all the I have to tell y'all the backstory if you whenever whenever y'all want to know, I'll tell you uh, on the sideline. Uh I can tell. Hey, by the way, so we're talking about good cigars. When you get here, and I think you might have already had one. But the good guys are definition, Leo, everything they put out, you got to get one, whether it's the, the Conception. Uh, my favorite is the Prolific. Uh, they just put out the Noir. I mean, uh, the Solidarity, like everything they put out is a hit. So that for anybody that out there listening, yeah, anybody out there listening, get your hands on a stick from the good guys, Definition Cigars. You can find them on Instagram, at Definition Cigars, or their website, uh, definitioncigars.com. I did a uh, I did a post about that prolific man. Uh, I, I, I went out and bought a right sample. There. That thing is just phenomenal. Yeah, uh, that's like a every kind of any type of day kind of smoke. You can smoke that one morning, noon, and night, right before you go to bed. It's just a great smoke, man. I love them guys over at Definition, man. I gotta have him on my show too, so pretty soon. Yeah, they 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 Mo loves to say this. They keep putting pressure on everybody. Um, it's a fantastic stick. The guys over at DC are just outstanding gentlemen. Um, very grateful for their their partnership and support of TVLP. But yeah, you definitely, uh, you know, if you come in town, we'll get you one of them. Or maybe we all take a trip out to, to San Diego once all this, you know, COVID madness slows down or stops. Yeah, that's ever well, in sight. We'll figure out a way to get, get into the TVLP budget. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully we can definitely do that, man. Because uh, pretty soon I gotta take a couple of trips here uh, myself. I gotta go out to Carolina, uh, North Carolina, that is. I gotta see my man Chris Moore, Carolina Blue Cigars. Uh, we're doing an event out there in September. Um, then I'm heading up to Maryland, and I'm gonna check out uh, Nini. Uh, Nini has a, a lounge out in the Maryland area as well. Uh, she wanted me to come up there and do a show from there, so I'm gonna try to go up there and check her out and uh, promote her lounge as well, man. So yeah. A lot of sure. good stuff going on. Y'all come, y'all come on out to San Diego, man. I show y'all a good time for sure. No doubt, no doubt. So, um, you're you're now retired. You you've been what five, four or five months into retirement, barrels and leaf. 
is, is really, you know, picking up steam. What do you actually do on a day-to-day? Oh, man, well, you know, outside of Barrels and Leaves, I am a cigar lounge manager. Uh, so I manage a lounge uh, called 3-in-1 Sports Bar and Grill, also known as 3-in-1 Cigar Shop and Lounge. Uh, so I am the manager of the, the cigar lounge, the humidor, making sure that people are having fun and enjoying their cigars, enjoying their drinks, making sure that they're getting all the cigar pairing experience that they so deserve. And uh, on the backside, I always make sure that Barrels and Leafs is constantly, constantly on a roll, man. So that's that's the, the main two things. So as you started getting Barrels and Leafs off the ground, like one of the things we always ask people, um, on the show, right? Whether, you know, whether somebody like yourself, when it comes to cigar business or any other type of industry they're in, what were some of the challenges you faced when you, like, once you realized it was a thing, you tried to like really turn it into something, what are some of the challenges that you faced as you try to get it off the ground? You're a black man. What do you know about cigars? What do you know about business? What do you plan on doing with this? Those are always the first challenges, man. You know, and, and that's one of the things that my father taught me as a young boy is that as soon as you wake up in the morning, that's going to be your first challenge. Everybody know you're a black man. So, you know, I've always taken that and ran with it. Um, so that, that's, like, like I said, that's probably one of the biggest challenges every day. Um, but some of the other challenges, man, is the fact of, you know, understanding that I am everything. I am the CEO, COO, CO, CMO, CFO, CIO. You, you name all the O's, I am that, that guy. So that's the challenge. You know, I have nobody else with me. I don't have a, a sales team. I don't have anybody uh, uh, taking my Instagram and Facebook and, and putting out the messages. That's me. So when you see the replies, uh, whenever you see the posts, that is me. I don't have any, I don't have a team. I don't have a, a secondhand man. You know, look, Cuff, you and Mo, y'all are together. I don't have anybody. So when y'all see my show, that's me. I don't have anybody else. Uh, I, I do every single thing by myself. So that's the biggest challenge. I mean, even right now, whenever it comes to the sales portion of my company, I got boxes I'm looking at right here in front of me. I got to send out boxes. So when people order things, I got to package it up. I send it out. So there, there's not any help that's out there. Uh, I do have a, a partner in crime, if you will. Her name is Myra Lobby. She is up in Rhode Island. So she does do some shipping for me, uh, but the majority of it, I'm doing right here, right out of San Diego. Uh, so that's a challenge in itself, or those are some challenges in itself. But, you know, when it comes to marketing, uh, which is something I was working on a little bit earlier today, that's, that's a challenge. Uh, when it comes to the actual sales portion, I'm out here hustling. You know, I mean, I'm out here in these streets, as they like to say. You know, I'm always talking to people. I'm always got people online. I'm DMing people. I'm, I'm PMing if you're on Facebook. You know, I'm, I'm Snapchatting. I'm tweeting. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a hustle. It's a hustle. So the biggest portion of my day is how do I get people to see barrels and leaves? That's the biggest, that's the biggest challenge every day is staying relevant. You got to stay in everybody's face. If you're not top of mind when it comes to this thing, people are going to forget you. And it's one thing that I can compliment a lot of people saying is that dude, every time I log on to Instagram, Facebook, whatever, you're the first one I see, or you're the second one I see. And that just takes a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication, man. So the biggest challenge, I would say the biggest challenge is living out your passion. Wow. Wow. You know, you're, you're definitely speaking our language. Um, Mo and I like to call it putting your hands in the mud, right? And we're out here grinding and we can certainly see all the hustle 
that you're putting forth. It's just a matter of time as to when that turns over. Um, while you're in the midst of this grind, what are some of the things beyond, you know, wearing all the hats, CIO, CMO, CEO, et cetera, what are some of the things that you can pass on to anyone that's looking to start their own thing? This is, this is tough and it gets a lot of people in trouble for different times. And it's something I tell both my kids, dream and dream big. That's what you need to do. Follow your dream, follow your passion. Nobody else can tell you what you need to do. You know, it's one thing I can say is that, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pretty faith-based, okay? Uh, one of the things I can always say is that God put this vision in, my, in me. He didn't put it in anybody else. So I'm the one that needs to carry it out. Nobody else can carry it out like he put it in me. That's what needs to be done. If you want to start a business, follow your dream, follow your passion. Don't let the no's get in the way. Want the no's. I want the no's. I was just talking to my own mother a couple of days ago. She's, and I was talking to her about my next move. And she said, I don't think you're going to be able to do that, baby. I said, thank you, mama. I needed that no. Because now you're going to make me press a little bit harder. Yes. Because here it comes. Yes. You know? So I want the no's. I want people to tell me, no, I don't think you're going to be able to do that. No, I don't think you want to do that. And I also, here's the funny part, though. I don't like the yeses. Because I don't always need you in my corner. See, and what I mean by that is friends will always tell you, yeah, man, I believe you. Yeah, man, I got you. Yeah, I, yeah, you can do that. Dude, do you really believe that? Or are you just trying to make me feel good? Yeah. Because if you really believe that, now I'm going to be looking for your support. Now I'm going to be looking for your help. Now I'm going to be looking for you to help me push this out here. You know? So I don't believe, I, I don't take too, too kind to the yeses, and I don't hate the noes. That's gold right there. That, that, really? That's gold. I love, I, I love that. I love that. And it's, and it's funny because like Leo and I talked a few days ago on, on IG Live and we talked about it. Like you, t you take the no's you get and you stand on them until you just make, you just make a staircase out of them until you get to your yes. And I think, uh, you know, everybody would be, be would, would be well served if everyone had that mentality. Uh, you know, if, if it was literally about things being easy, everyone would get things right the first time out or everyone would be a home run or whatever they chose to do. The universe is wow. not working people that way. I'll, I'll tell you, Mo, and I, and I hate to cut you off, but I'll tell you, man, is that I learned this, this methodology from Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was a hell of a man. He, he did a lot of things for what it is that we use today. Even the technology right now that we're on, somebody told him, you're crazy. And he said, I'm going to put something in everybody's hand that they don't know that they need, brother. I mean, you, you, you can't put it any better than that. You know what I'm saying? And there's another man that I follow, which is Gary V. If you guys don't know who that is, oh, Gary, we v, know Gary, Gary V. Gary Chuck. Come yeah. on, man. Y'all know where I'm coming from already then. You know, if you don't follow your dream, it's on you. You got to live by passion, baby. Come on. Macro and micro. Which one you want? Yeah, for sure. That's, that's Custom Wheelhouse. Gary V, uh, Steve Jobs. What's your other one? Uh, David Goggins. Love Goggins. I mean, the, the list is endless. I mean, right. I'm a big Tom Bilyeu fan, uh, Ed Milet, you know, uh, for anyone that's out there, you know, mm -hmm. check out those guys. Uh, Mel Robbins is good. You got Tony Robbins. I mean, Damon Johns. Damon Johns. Yeah. Like, here's the thing, man, where we are in today in, in 2020, right? There's no excuse. There's from our podcast to other podcasts to YouTube, to Facebook watch, whatever. 
if you want something, there is information out there for it's just up for you up to you to go and get it, right? So long are the days or gone are the days where you can say, I don't know. You know, that's that is no longer a formidable excuse. Um, you if you really have the wherewithal and and you really want whatever your quote unquote passion is, there's no excuse not to learn how to do it. Look, man, you know, I just uh I just saw something, I think it was just today from Gary V. He said, Yeah, you had time to do it. You just chose not to. Oh, that's bone so right there. Yeah, it's so straight to the point. And I think that's another thing too, man. Like people, and we talk about this on the on the show. At the end of the day, you have to be honest with yourself. You know, yeah, I may be able to fool Leo, I can fool Mo, or I can fool whomever. But I know at the end of the day, if I really wanted to do something, did I really go out and try to do it? Did I run that sprint as hard as I could? Did, did I stay up a little bit longer studying for that test, my certification, right, to go get this license or whatever it is? Like, do I really want it? Or do I just want to pop my gums and, and, and act like I want to do it? And just right. so I could put the illusion out there that I'm really – pressing and I'm and I'm not really pressing. So at the end of the day, man, it, it starts with you. We have to be accountable um to ourselves first and foremost. I mean look man, I'm I'm so happy I'm so happy about y'all man because y'all have sponsors man. Who are some of the sponsors y'all have? Because I, I don't have any damn sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> man, we started from the ground up on that, Leo. Like like people always ask us, you know, how did this whole thing get started? And it's the same story. Like right? it doesn't change. Like literally Cuff called me during Christmas break, uh, 2018. He and I used to work at the same sales company together. He called me during Christmas break of 2018 and said, hey, I got an idea. I want to kind of get into like a creative outlet. Like, let's talk about it. We met up like three or four days later, smoked cigars for like four hours, poked holes in our own plans. And eventually like six months later, like we actually put the first episode out. But we literally like met all the time, just talked about it, planned and planned and planned. As far as sponsorship goes, man, honestly, we just try to do what makes sense, right? Like, it makes sense for us to, to, to have Blowing Smoke as a sponsor. Like, Edwina's great. We have a place to record when it comes to being in the lounge. It, it just makes sense, right? Um, you know, it made sense to, 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 to partner up with the guys at Definition Cigars. One, and make a hell of a product. Like, anybody who has their product, you can't argue with. Like, it's a great product no matter which stick you, you choose from them. And they're, you know, top top manufacturer here in DFW. Like, it just made sense. Um, you know, I see you were sipping on some of that Chateau's uh, Saint Michel. Uh, you know, we just recently, you know, partnered up with Class A Vodka. And it's a great product. We'll make sure you get a bottle. Uh, yes. It's a great product. And it just, made, it just made sense. Like, we met with them. They're easy to work with. Like, Tim and Crystal have been great since we partnered up with each other. Like, we're going to be, we're going to be partners on a lot of things moving forward. Um, and then even, you know, we're, you know, Dallas Safe is, is, is on board again now as well. Like, we just try to do things that just make sense for what it is that we're trying to get done. Like, we're cigar smokers. We, you know, just like you, we love the leaf. And we just try to do things that make sense. And we just kind of work our way from there. See, the, the thing about it, though, Mo, and I tell you this, is that I, I love whenever I hear brothers and sisters say, I love the leaf. You know, what I love about it is the process. I love the process of the leaf. Because looking at it from the seedling to that actual leaf, to the actual roll, to the actual ash, dude, I love that. 
I'm so intrigued and so interested into the process that I'm actually going down to the DR very soon here. And I'm getting ready to you take a journey. real look. I'm getting ready to take a real look into what, it, what this thing is that we call a cigar, how it actually turns out, man. And I'm so, so super excited about that. You know, one of the, one of the things I love about the cigar community is meeting people like you, right? If it, if it weren't for this, right, we wouldn't be on, more than likely, we wouldn't be on a Zoom call with you. More than likely, mm -hmm. we, wouldn't, we would not have met and, and forged the relationships that we've had. I mean, beyond the, the podcast, since we're talking about the love of the leaf, it's the ability to go into a shop or lounge and you sit there and you talk to a complete stranger. And the one thing that you guys know that you have in common is that you both like cigars. And then it can spawn off from, from there, whether that's political, religious, uh, personal, marital, you know, automobiles, whatever. Like, yeah, we all got the same damn problem. Yeah, we all have the same issues, same problems, and we can just sit there and, and, and converse and, and commune with one another over this cigar, man. It's been a, it's been really fun. Um, I think we got really heavy into it over the last, obviously over the last year and a half, but, you know, it has picked up a lot. But it's the relationships, it's the camaraderie and the, and the conversations that you get and the knowledge, right? Like learning from so many people. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a ton of knowledge that's out there, man. Um, I try to tell people is that I'm not the only source for you. Uh, of course, I got my knowledge some kind of way, you know, from somewhere uh, by talking to a lot of people, talking to a lot of different manufacturers, talking to some of the people in the factories. You know, I, I got that knowledge some kind of way. Um, but, you know, the biggest person that you can probably learn from is going to be that tobacconist that is in that lounge. That's probably the biggest person that you're going to get most of your information from. Um, me, I'm very happy to be a tobacconist. I'm happy to be a tobacconist at the lounge that I'm at. Um, and to have acquired the knowledge that I have, uh, I'm very happy about that because I'm moving forward towards another certification, which is the cigar, uh, excuse me, the Master Cigar Sommelier course. So that's something that I'm moving toward because uh, that's what I do. I do pairings. So, and that's what that's all about, man. Um. I'm looking at all those products you got there in front of you, Leo. Obviously, I see that bottle of Chateau St. Michel. I see yeah. a lighter, and I see another large bottle. What do you got in front of you, man? This is the Willet Pot Still uh, bottle. This is something that is found, but not commonly found. Uh, it, it's, it's not too pricey. I'd probably say for us out here, I think it's a $65 bottle in California. Uh, most other places probably get it for about 50 bucks, something like that. Uh, but it's just something that's not as uh, as found uh, because they only made so many of them. Uh, I do have uh, some different cigars here. I got Carolina Blue cigars. I have OM cigars. I have uh, my great people out here in California, Echelon cigars as well. And another fine cigar I can smoke any time of the day, which is uh, made by Prometheus. This is the Angelino. Um, if you guys haven't heard about this one, it's a great cigar. And uh, I got some other products here. I, I got some lighters, a single flame lighter. I got a triple flame lighter and a flat lighter. I wasn't sure what we were actually going to be able to get into or be, able, uh, be talking about. So I just made sure I brought a little bit of everything. But the biggest thing that I did bring are the Barrels and Leafs glasses, man, that everybody needs to get. Go to the website, barrelsandleafs.com. Get your whiskey glasses. Get your wine tasting glasses. And guess what? As of today, beer glasses will be available, man. So y'all go ahead and check all that good stuff out at barrelsandleafs.com. Hey, give them that website one more time, Leo. 
barrelsandleafs.com. That's barrels, B-A-R-R-E-L-S, the letter N, leafs, L-E-A-F-S.com. Absolutely. So for those of you who are listening and or watching, you can get all these products that you got that Leo has on display, either through him or straight through barrelsandleafs.com. And while we're speaking of products, I know I mentioned earlier, Leo, uh, we will get you a bottle of Class A vodka. Crystal and Tim, thank you guys so much for your help with our show. Um, anybody listening, you can find on Instagram at Class A vodka. Class A is spelled K-L-A-S-E. Uh, class in every glass is the slogan, and it is uh, true to the product. Cuff and I stand behind it 100%. Um, and I know, Leo, we talked earlier about, you know, whenever you're in town, let's make sure you get a, a, a stick from the good guys. We're also going to work on getting you some sticks from the, the entire squad of Dallas Sleep LLC as well. Uh, we say the entire squad, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, yeah. uh, you know, Ron, Sheree, David, Taz, right. the whole crew there, we appreciate them. Uh, it's, it's, it's good to be back in business with them, and uh, we look forward to the future with them as well. So this is what I'm going to do. I didn't tell you guys this. I was saving this for the show. I already talked about it with uh, the, with the WeFay. <laughs> uh, for, for anybody who watches this show, who hears this show, 30 days, 30 days, you use the promo code TVLP10 and you'll receive 10% off anything Barrels and Leafs. Whoa, that is huge. TVLP10. Um, 10% off days. over the next 30 days. So you guys make sure that uh, that you're putting that out there and, and you get to the Barrels and Leafs website. Got amazing products, man. But let's keep going. So you said, hey, I got all these products because I didn't know uh, what we were going to talk about. So let's kind of talk about what else do you do relevant to the pairings in Barrels and leaf, Leafs? So I, so what I do is that I will uh, get people signed up to have pairing events, whether they be for businesses, whether they be for homes. Uh, you know, if you want like a private event, you know, I can do Cigar 101. I can actually do uh, Cigar Pairings, Pairings of Your Choice. Or if you want me to bring some of my best pairings, uh, th that's also going to depend on the cost. So if you want my special pairing, there's a cost. If you want your pairing, there's a cost. And if you want just a simple Cigar 101, uh, which basically gives you the how to pick a cigar, what to look for at, uh, in a cigar, uh, what you're going to do to cut that cigar, what you're going to do to light that cigar, what are you that the that you that the cigar is doing, uh, and I basically walk you through the entire hour to an hour and a half worth of that cigar is what exactly going on with that cigar uh speaking of cigars it's like we feel like really open it up are you a punch or cut guy man let me tell you something i used to be that way so when i first got started doing a lot of the pairings i said you know what because you got different size cigars so you have something like a 52 or if you have something like a 54 56 or 60 what i would normally do is i would always start out by punching the cigar if it's something I've never smoked before. So what I did was with that punch, I actually got a lot of the Lancero type flavor. So I'll be able to get the true flavor from the cigar. But as I got a little bit more experience, whenever I couldn't find Lanceros, then what I developed was the V-cut, which the V-cut, essentially what I like to classify it as is being able to get into the cheeks. So whenever you look at that V, right, you see it kind of widens out on the sides. So it goes into the cheek area. So you'd be able to hold the flavors right there in the cheeks. 
Then we have the straight cut. That's when that's what I normally use on a day-to-day basis as the straight cut. And because I've developed my palette, because I understand what I'm looking for in my palette, I know that I can get my flavors whenever I use a straight cut. And the straight cut, what I always like to say is that it encompasses the entire mouth. So for me, day-to-day basis, I straight cut, uh, whether if I uh, have had a cigar or not, because like I said, I've developed my palate. So I understand what it is I'm looking for, what I need to do with the cigar. And I can kind of understand what the, cigar, what the cigar is trying to do as well. Leo, I'm getting into, I'm getting into the king cut. Uh, honestly, I saw somebody doing it look really, really cool. Am I, am I going down the wrong direction? If I I'm get, not going to say, you, I'm not gonna say big, you're going around the wrong like direction. Draw off of it. I'm not saying that you're going down the wrong direction. Here's what I will say. You know, and and uh, what you're talking about, that king cut, is where you basically cross-cut it three different times, right? So it may, may forms that crown at the top. And what I tell people is that if you're going to do that crown cut or king cut, you might as well straight cut it because the end of that cigar is wide open now. So you're not really getting anything out of it. Basically, you want to do that to take pictures. That's really what you want to do that for. Now, if that's, if that, like that, Leo. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you, Cuff said you're one of the realest mofos ever. So I'm going to keep it real. Hey, that's just the pictures, man. That's just the pictures. You know? I was, listen, I, I did it. I've done it once or twice. And then I realized, why am I doing it this way? I, I might as well just cut all this off. Just use a straight cut. I, I, 98% of the time, I'm a V cut all day long. My palate is probably not as, um, I guess, experienced as yours, but I enjoyed every everything from a, a mild to a full body Maduro. Like, give it, you know, give me everything, right? Um, but I, I will always go with that V cut because it's just for me and my palate, it, it serves its purpose every single time. It's consistent, man. You know, it's one of the things I tell people about cigars is that, look, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. What you get from that cigar is what you get. My palate is different than your palate and so forth. You're not wrong, you know? And that's where I hate whenever, and I don't like to use the word hate, but I do hate when people get into the lounge and they say, oh, well, you don't know what you're doing or you don't know what you're talking about. Dude, I don't know what you ate before you came in here. I don't know what you drank before you came in here. I don't know what you drank while you're here. I don't know what you ate while you're here. Dude, my palate is going to be different than yours. By the way, I'm five foot 10, 165 pounds. You may be six foot two and 230. We got different saliva tastes going on in our mouths already. Dude, it's, it's, it's just too subjective is what I'm getting at. So any of you guys out here listening, listen, do not let anybody tell you that you're doing something wrong in the cigar industry. If somebody corrects you, just make sure that they're trying to teach you something versus tell you that you're wrong. Gotcha. So now we've entered the part where we're starting to have a little, we're going to have a little fun. So those of us in the cigar community who know you, you have uh, shall we say a colorful personality. Um, <laughs> That's what we're going to call it? Yeah, is we'll call it best words that, Is that the best words that you can use for me, Mo? No, it's not the best word, but I think it's like most apropos because we know you and everyone else doesn't know you yet, right? So, <laughs> okay, all right. I, I, so for those listening, I have been on Zoom calls with Leo, and he is the king of sound effects at the perfect time throughout a conversation. <laughs> I don't, I don't. It's going to be hard for you to find somebody who can beat Leo when it comes to dropping the proper sound of sound effects at the right time during a conversation. Right, can right. You, can you tell the people out there where you get that colorful personality of yours at? Oh man, uh, where I get my colorful personality from? Well, I can say this is uh, I have two great parents. Uh, one is deceased, which is my father. My mother's still alive. 
Um, you know, growing up in Chicago, <laughs> growing up in Chicago, if you can't take it, you just walk away. I'm just trying to tell you right now because mm. everybody going to join you. Everybody going to clown you. If you can't take it, just walk away. I mean, and I'm going to tell you like this. I probably had the most uh, occurrences whenever it comes to arguing, fighting, anything of that nature between family and best friends. <laughs> and it's all been behind words. <laughs> you know, it was one time in Chicago, man, this ain't no joke. This is not a joke. It was uh, probably in the early 90s. It was, uh, it was two brothers. This was in the news now. This is in the news. It was two brothers. One brother killed the other one because they beat him in spades. Wow. I'm not lying. Wow. I'm not lying. And you know how you know how spades gets. Spades, you get the shit talking and anything come out. And you you right. just dive into somebody's feelings, man. And it's like, well, wait a minute, hold on, homie. And next thing you know, pow, pow, pow. You know? So it is that kind of thing that, you know, I've grown up with uh with understanding that you cannot take a lot of things personal, man, because people are going to get at you. People are gonna get at you. And it's a matter of how you take it. It's a matter of how you take it. I can respond so many different ways, man. I can say, hey, you know what? You got me, good on you. Or I can come back with another good one, right? But it's just a matter of how you take it, man. And I just chose to take it to where everything is not as serious in life because there's people out here dying, you know? I mean, like I said, I can contribute a lot of things to my mother and father. You know, then I can take my experience of growing up in the streets of Chicago. I can take my experience in the military. I can take my experience, you know, being married twice. I can take my experience of having kids. That's where I get it from, man. It's anybody and everybody that I've been around. Even y'all. Y'all have a great personality myself. The reason why we can team up and do this is because of y'all's personality, which is going to help me bring my personality out. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing, brother. Listen, everybody has something for everybody. It's no matter what you take, man. It's no matter what you take. And I love y'all's energy, man. I love being on here with y'all. I love talking to y'all any time of day. Y'all know that. So, you know, my energy just comes from within, brother. You know, it comes from all the people that I've met, all the experiences I've had, you know, and, and, and knowing that I, I probably should have been taken out of here some years ago, especially being in the military. Brother, I'm thankful. I'm just thankful, man. Like I told y'all before the show, I'm blessed. <laughs> people man i have a different kind of blessing man different kind of blessing so i'm i'm thankful bro and i, I thank y'all for even having me on here still man uh, it, it's it's great it's great being here with y'all no it's been an absolute treat so you know one of the 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 main pillars of the show is mindset um real quickly for the visionaries that are still tuning in what do you think is one of the most important things in regards to mindset that people need to have Dude, if you if if you set in your mind, go get it. That's this is truly it. There, there's really nothing left to say. There's gonna be a lot of people in your life, like I explained earlier, they're gonna tell you no. They're gonna say, Well, I don't think that you should. You know, one of the biggest things I just got done talking to my mother about it a couple of weeks ago. I said, you know, one of the biggest things that bothered me growing up is the fact that you guys wanted me to be a certain thing. I didn't want to be that. You know, my dad wanted me to be a lawyer. My mom wanted me to be whatever it is I wanted to be. You know, it was like, look, that's not what I want to do. You know, I mean, support me in what it is that I want to do. You know, and, and, and <laughs> you know, my daughter, she wanted to be a cheerleader. I said, cool, I'm going to be the best cheer dad I could possibly be. You know, she got in a little uniform. She cheered for the football team. I'm out there screaming and yelling, hollering and everything, man. You know, and women out there, men out there looking at me like, what is wrong with this dude? Listen, man, support is what we all need. 
if we can't get that, listen, man, it hurts the dream, but it doesn't mean that you can't go forward. Sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader. You can't worry about nobody else cheering you on. That's what visionaries need to do. You know, there's a great book out there. Um, it, it's made by uh, Guy, Guy Kawasaki. It's called The Art of the Start. I advise anybody to go out there and read it. Uh, if you haven't read it, I guarantee you, it will give you great, great ability to start what it is that you want to do. No matter if it's a small business or whether you're working for a major company, you can make your way into what it is that you want to do. So, you know, you have to have that vision. You have to have that you have to have that, that passion, but you also have to have those goals, you know? And I had a five-year plan for Barrels and Leaves. I'm actually reaching it in year four. There's some things that are coming out from Barrels and Leaves that I can't disclose right now, but I'm reaching it in year four. I had a five-year plan for this. Now, what do I do with five through 10 now? That's what I'm now focused on. Just to so you have pushing. to have, you have to have those goals. You've got to have those goals. You know, if, if like me and you were talking the other day, Mo, you know, if you want to run a marathon, that's cool, but you got to start out by going to the end of the street. Then you got to go a couple of blocks further, a couple of blocks further, a couple of blocks further, half a mile, quarter mile. You got to be able to reach those points. You know, those are goals. You know, that is such that macro kind of feel. And once you reach those macro goals, now you start feeling good. That makes you want to go further. So you got to have those goals. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I listened to y'all's conversation, obviously, right? And I, I'm back. I'm back working out again, um, getting ready, uh, bringing that summertime fine and <laughs> bringing it out in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm back on it, man. And I and I love I loved y'all's dialogue, man. And and, and it's true. Listen, far too often we focus on running the 26.2 when you can't, you can't accomplish that if you don't take the first step. You can't accomplish 26.2 if you don't do the first mile, first quarter mile. So it's a matter of breaking, breaking it down, having a process. Uh, and I want to go back to something that you were talking about. You know, you mentioned your parents and then you being a father uh, and talking about your daughter pursuing her goals and dreams through cheerleading, et cetera. Um, I was listening to a podcast, uh, I believe it was Tony Robbins had Sarah Blakely on, which is the founder of Spanx. And, and as a parent, we're all parents here. I never thought about this until I actually heard her say it. She said her father, when, she, when he would come home and say, hey, how was your day? His question that he would ask her would be, what did you fail at today? Not, not what did you succeed at? Not what did you win? Not, not what, did, what did you fail at today? Because that's where the true growth and, and the true lessons are, are being learned. So I'm definitely, that's something that I'm going to take uh, and implement within my daughter's lives. Um, and, I, and obviously you're not promoting, you know, uh, uh, a failing yeah. failure itself. But what you're doing is you're saying, hey, what can we extrapolate from that, that, that experience and how can you be better the next time? So I thought it no, was you, gold, man. No, no, you need to fail. Yeah. You need to fail. Because that's that, that's that friend that's always telling you, yeah, you can do it. No, you need to fail. You need to understand what is going to drive you to be better. If you don't fail, you don't know what it is to work. Why do you think people are afraid to fail? Because they don't want to have that internal feeling. 
They don't want to look that person in the face tomorrow and say, oh my God, I didn't do it. Oh my God, I didn't reach it. it they, there, there's an internal problem. And it's something that we as a society before you and I has created. But we need to get out of that. If we don't under, listen, the, the participation trophy, fuck that, it's gone. It can't happen. It just can't happen. Okay, Go back. listen. Throw it away. There's, there's, there's winner. No, don't throw it away. No, there's winners and there's losers. Where do you fit in between? Listen, let, we can we can use it. You can use this analogy in any kind of sport. You want to talk about soccer, football, baseball, basketball. Listen, there's a World Series in baseball. Somebody wins, somebody loses. And the guys that didn't make it to the World Series, where do they fit in? Right? Listen, we have to understand is that there are going to be people who don't reach that immaculate area. We have to understand that. And we have to teach that to our kids. If we don't teach that to our kids, we're failing them. We're true. failing them. So we have to explain to them is that, look, you're not going to be the greatest. But what I want you to do, I want you to do your greatest. And I want you to be as great as you are supposed to be. So let There's me. let plan. me Go ahead. I was going to say, let me, let me take it to a, a little bit more of a pragmatic level, right? Um, you're, you've been in the Navy for 20 plus years. You're now retired. And you, you started off on this venture with Bears and Leafs, and that's fantastic. And I just want to kind of broad stroke this and say, you know, a lot of people are afraid of failing because of the financial implications or, or um, results and, and dumping X amount of money into this and not having an opportunity to quote unquote recover. Can you speak to that? Of course, man. And that's one of the biggest things that I did uh, this year. And it, it was my intention on doing it this year, but COVID just made it happen just more rapidly. And that is something that Gary Vee says is double down on yourself. See, I took my money and I invested in barrels and leaves. Everything that you see, everything that you have seen on Instagram, every cigar, every lighter, every uh, libation, everything that you see, it has been the investment that I have put in to help myself, to help this company. That return comes by people buying. When you are afraid to bet on yourself, you're already behind. Yeah, you've, you've already lost. Yourself, well, yeah, if you ain't willing to bet on yourself, how can you expect anybody else to bet on you? You already but lost. People are, people are afraid to bet on themselves because they don't want that failure. They don't want that friend to come back and say, ha ha, I told you. You don't want that wife. You don't want that husband. You don't want that, that, that mother. You don't want that father. You don't want that aunt, that uncle to come back and say, ha ha, I told you. Instead, you take that ha ha, I told you, and you say, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to make it better. I am so, but with that said, Leo, besides your parents, who else has been like, who else has been like a, 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 a big influence in your life? Like you didn't just get all that from your parents. Obviously you experienced some things being in the Navy, but who else has played a really big role in your life? As far as what, man, because that can go pretty broad. I mean, are you saying like in the cigar industry or just my life in general? Just in general. My life in general, man, has always been my parents. I mean, that's just no joke. You know, I mean, I have uh, I have two great parents. Uh, uh, both of my parents came up during the time of civil rights. Uh, they experienced the fire hoses. They experienced the beatings. They experienced the walk on uh, uh, the march on Selma. Uh, they experienced uh, racism to to its fullest. 
they experience seeing these civil rights leaders being killed. Uh, they, they experience um, um, poverty. They experience living in the ghetto. They experience living in the projects. Uh, there's, there's no better example that I have than my parents to, for me to be able to say, I can do whatever it is the hell I want to do, man. And that's no joke. I'm not just saying it because it's my parents, but I haven't had anybody else that has ever like taken me under their wing and said, come on with me, young man. I want to show you something. No, nobody's ever done that. Best cigar you ever smoked? Wow. I hate this question, Mo. <sighs> that means that was a good question. No. See, this is the thing. I smoke so many damn cigars, Mo. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the amazing thing I can say, um, and, and, and yeah, I'm going to toot my own horn here a little bit, but a lot of people tell me, like, how in the hell do you remember the notes of so many cigars? I smoke so many, I write everything down, you know, and I, I, ha I use this, this technology that we have as Instagram, and anybody can go back and check the Instagram Barrels and Lease page, and you can see the notes that I've taken. I don't have to keep writing them down on paper. Um, the best cigar I've ever smoked not just because we're friends, not just because we do a lot of business together, um, but I would say as of recent, my man, Chris Moore from Carolina Blue, he has this Habano that's a box press that's just off the chart, man. I mean, when you talk about smooth and complex and a lot of character to it, it's really honestly hard to beat. It really is. I mean, it, it's so smooth. It's, it's, it, I don't wanna say creamy, but it's smooth. Um, it gives you some different flavors. It gives you a little bit of wood. It gives you a little bit of spice. It gives you a little bit of leather. It gives you a little bit of uh, like a, a like a, a a honey kind of flavor. It's just it's just way too good, man. You know. So I would say that that's probably one of the best that I've smoked this year so far. And so we're in month eight. So that's kind of that's kind of difficult to beat right about now. So somebody better come out with something good. Hmm. Where is you or what's your disposition on big box retailers, your Davidoffs, your Padrones against the boutique lines? And it, Help the little guy. Help yeah. the little guy. And, and, and that's something that, you know, I can't speak to too much right now because that's part of what it is uh, that I'm working on. But it's help the little guy. You know, I mean, we, we sit here and we say, you know, uh, the thing that brings us together is this thing between our two fingers but you son of a bitches aren't willing to help the little guy. You aren't willing to say, let me take you under my wing, young man, young, young lady, and let me show you the way. Because of ego. Because you don't want anybody digging into your pockets. And I'm not ashamed to say this because I'm not affiliated with any cigar company out there. And this is not going to hurt the Barrels and Leafs reputation because of what I do, because I do cigar pairings. So I'm always gonna use different cigar companies. But the big guys need to help out the little guys. And the little guys need to be willing to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to listen. That's the other part. You know, if we don't listen, we can't grow. But we got to be willing to listen. And we also got to be willing to help. You know, they always say, each one teach one. What are we doing? How are we doing it? That's a hell of a challenge in a capitalistic society. You know what? If we don't change now, we're not going to be able to change. This is a conversation me and my mother got into, you know, because I'm from the west side of Chicago and the, bi the biggest beef was the south side of Chicago. And one of the things she told me was the same thing that you just said, Cuff. And I said, you know what? At some point, the west side and the south side became a lot less violent. How did that happen? What took place? 
Who was that person? Who were those people? What group was that? Don't tell me it can't be done. I love when people tell me it can't be done. I love it. I don't blame, I don't blame a, 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 a capitalistic world. No, notice, notice what I said. I said it's a hell of a challenge. Sure it is. No, I, I'm not, not saying, that, I'm not saying that you done. said, yeah, I'm not saying that you didn't say no. That's not what I'm saying. But the thing about it is that it has to be done. It can be done. I know it's a hell of a, a challenge, but it can be done, man. I why, don't know how we're going to go about it. Why would a big box retailer like a Davidoff reach out to Carolina Blue in this example and try to help increase its brand awareness, its sales, revenue, et cetera? What's in it? I'm going to take I'm going to take it a step further than that. I can say that there are companies within the same factory that aren't willing to help each other. Why is that? Dude, me and you win. We're coming out of the same factory. We win. You know, there are boutique companies that are under Davidoff. They're not even willing to help each other. Why is that? You know, there's a problem there. Because like you said, capitalistic society. We have a problem. Greed, my man. You're exactly right. Greed. Why do we have to be so greedy? If we want to bring this family, quote unquote, together, right? We're not doing that. Why aren't we willing to do that? Because we're greedy. Because we want to make the money. Listen, guys, girls, how many cigar manufacturers are out there? You can't make all the money. You're right. You're Listen, right. I'm not the only person that does cigar pairings. I can't make all the money. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Listen, it, it, if we actually help each other, we can go further. You got a point. So with that said, it's time to land the plane, Leo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a time Bring it home, machine. baby. Bring it home. We have a time machine in case you didn't know it. So Let's uh, go. before we get to that part, there is a round table. As you and there are five other seats, and you guys are smoking cigars. Who do you want in those five other seats that can be dead or alive? The only caveat is that you can't have the higher power that you choose to believe in. My dad, Michael Jordan, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama. Now, wait for this one. Oprah Winfrey. Mm. Is there is there a Chicago uh, bent to this? I mean, my goodness. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm surprised you didn't have Derrick Rose in there. No, not Derrick Rose. No, <laughs> because that's the case. I might as well have Dwayne Wade in there. No, you know Isaiah Thomas. Let's let's listen. I'm gonna tell you something. My father and Isaiah Thomas, uh, Mark Aguirre, and uh, um, Glenn uh, Glenn uh, Doc Rivers. They all grew up together. Yeah. Really. So, yeah, yeah, real, real talk. Yeah, they any, all grew together. And do any of them smoke Scott. cigars? Isaiah does every now and again. Uh, Doc does every now and again. That's about it. Gotcha, Cuff. Yes, sir. So first and foremost, Leo, before we uh, fully land the plane, one more time with all the different ways to get a hold of you and Barrels and Leaves. Man, I love this. You can find Barrels and Leaves on any social media platform that you can possibly think of you name it youtube twitter facebook instagram snapchat uh, uh twitch you you find me any kind of way barrelsandleafs.com is the website that's where you get all your barrels and leaves apparel that's where you get your glassware and there are some uh up and coming things that are coming out as well 
Um, so as soon as that stuff gets, uh, 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 as you say, land the plane, as soon as that plane lands uh, because of COVID, uh, trust me, you can find more stuff there. And you guys will get some of that uh, apparel as well, man. I got you guys. Don't worry about it. Appreciate that. And don't forget all visionaries that are tuning in. Uh, go ahead. If you get to the website, drop that discount code, that promo code, TVLP10 to get your 10% off. So two more questions for you, uh, Leo. What's the long-term vision of Barrels and Leafs? Ooh, y'all are want to get real personal now. You want to get into the BNL real side. Yeah. Vision Lab, man. So, we got to ask. Got to get that vision up out of me. I get it. I get it. So here's the real goal. Uh, uh, there's, there should be a Barrels and Leafs lounge within the next five years. Uh, that's the big goal, uh, because what I want it to be is I want it to be a place of love. Uh, I want it to be a place of love because that's my love for the tobacco and the cigar industry itself. So when you walk into the lounge, there should be nothing but love there. People are going to greet you and treat you with nothing but love, man. So the end goal is to have my own lounge. Absolutely love that. And believe us, uh, we're going to make our way out there and, and get inside the Barrels and Leaf Lounge. Uh, support everything that you do, brother. All right, last question of the of the episode here. Um, in case you didn't know, we do have a time time machine. So, what advice would Leo be giving himself from five years ago? If you can go back in time, what advice would you today be telling yourself from five years ago? Don't be a dumbass. Live out your dream. Listen, look, why do you Mo, feel like I, that? Mo, I, I see you laughing, man. And let me tell you something. And I'm saying this with nothing but true compassion. And I want everyone to hear what I'm saying, whether you're watching this Zoom or whether you're listening on the podcast, is that when you don't live out your dream and you let other people stop you from doing what it is that you believe in, you will lose. There were times that, you know, uh, I had people in my life that were saying, well, you know what? Ain't nothing going on right now. You can't do this. You got to do this. You should be doing this. Why don't you go out and get a real job? Man, you know, I listened to myself back then. I listened to those people back then. But at the same time, I kind of ignored them. And I just had to push through. Just had to work my way through, man. And it's tough doing that. It's tough. If I didn't have feelings, I wouldn't have been worried about it. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't care about that. I don't get two shits about that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You know? Do. So if I, if I were to go back five years and look at myself and tell myself something, I'd say, believe in what it is that you want to do. Go do it and don't give a damn about what anybody else feels. Because how many years does that set you back? How many months does that set you back? Make it happen. That's what needs to happen. You need to think about what your vision is and how it's going to set you back. If whenever you listen to those people. So that's my advice. Yeah. That's, that's great advice. Great, great advice. Um, now we're going to fast forward the clock five years from now. So forgive us. We are going to make you a little bit older. Okay. What advice would the older, if you want to ride, <laughs> be telling, <laughs> what advice would the older Leo Brown be telling you today? Boy, you done good. You made it this far. Now it's time to go further. Don't stop now. Keep the train going. So that's, that's what's going to happen, man. That's, that's the point I'm going to be at. 
I'm going to be, I'm going to reach that goal. I'm going to have that lounge within the next five years. And it's going to say, don't stop here. What's next? I can kind of tell you what's next, but I can't tell you what's next. <laughs> no, I want to be in suspense. Yeah, I have no doubt. I think Mo and I both have no doubt that you're going to achieve that. No question about it. To all of our visionaries that are tuning in, remember each one of our guests are dropping uh, nuggets of wisdom here on the trail of life. It's up to you to pick it up along your journey. Uh, Leo, thank you again for your time. Uh, thank you again to all of our sponsors. Uh, Mr. Robert Garcia and the family of Farmers Insurance, Paul Rogers and the entire family of Nexon Creative, uh, Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge in Duncanville, Texas, Definition Cigars, Dallas Leaf, Class A Vodka. Thank you guys all so much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. Uh, he is Ryan Cuffey. The voice you've been listening to is Leo Brown, the owner slash creator, CIO, CEO, CFO, all the O's of Barrels and Leafs, uh, all the way from San Diego, California. Uh, we appreciate your time. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week in another great episode of the Vision Lab Podcast. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.